Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome to the show. My name is Andy Last, and you are listening to Beyond Synth. This is episode 85, and I deserve a goddamn pat on the back, because that is uh, the most of anything I've ever done. Unless we're counting, like, trips to the bathroom or burgers eaten or something like that. Anyways, guys, welcome to the show. That is a terrible way to start a show, and I apologize. But you guys gotta know something, alright? Beyond Synth is brought to you by DownToJam.com. All right, it's a free website that helps musicians around the world connect based on musical compatibility. So, if you're a musician looking for a partner to jam with or to fill a spot in your band, you're going to want to check out DownToJam.com and sign up. D-O-W-N-T-O-J-A-M.com. Do it! That's my jam tip for you. Which, as I say that out loud, sounds terrible, and I apologize. Today on the show is Protector 101. Uh, he's been here several times. I always have a lot of fun when he's here, and you will hear that we had a lot of fun this time as well. It's always fun to have people who I have fun chatting with. This is the dumbest intro. It's always fun to have fun, guys. I don't know if you knew that. So we're going to listen to some music, we're going to read the Patreon, and then we're going to chat with Protector 101, a.k.a. Jake Freeman. It'll be a good time. So let's uh, get this thing started and listen to a track. This is Wave Shaper off the Summoner soundtrack. We've talked about that for a few weeks. The film The Summoner, which got some uh, crowdfunding support which stars Adam McNabb, and which also has a really cool soundtrack. And this is one of the tracks from it. This is Wave Shaper and Emergence.
And that was Emergence by Wave Shaper. And that is off the Summoner original soundtrack. And you should check out that whole soundtrack, guys, because it's uh, really good. A lot of good songs on there. I was approached by the director to give a quote for the soundtrack. And uh, I'm not sure which one he's going to go with, but I sent him a bunch of terrible ones. And we're going to see what happens. But the bottom line is this. I enjoyed it, and you should check it out. And now... Let's go to the Patreon. Uh, If you guys don't know what Patreon is, it's a way you can support the show and this show. (laughs) Just in case you got confused. It's a way you can support this show with uh, donations of money. So you can uh, donate as little as a dollar a month up to the preferred donation of... I should have a preferred donation. Two grand. If any of you out there are wealthy benefactors and you want to donate two grand a month to Beyond Synth, I'm just letting you know that I'm open to it. Anyway, let's uh let's go to the Patreon. And here are my lovely donors. This week, I want to thank Power85, Brendan Kellum, Ravonia, Lunar Baboon, Knox Bello, Terrence Thompson, Nathan Winter, Russ Nyes, Data Suck, Seach, The Fear Merchant, Simon Norberg, Kanaz, Argen1981, Lucas Ceballos, Zikarax, I90RR, Python Blue, Eric Valerio, and Tomasz Bubinicek. And now we are moving up to my lovely $5 Pattersons. These are the people who donate $5 a month, which makes them cool. There's Kai and Saloya, X-Riz Music, Joe and Lando, Florence Bullock, Roman, Philip Huberger, Devious Raven, Bobby B, John Eternal, Will Lowe, Dougie Fresh, Lame Robot, Mitchell Carswell, Mono Memory, Replicant 81, Girls with Tails, and Hellroy with the donation of the Beast. And now, I don't know, I need a drum roll or something. These are my lovely $10 Pattersons, all right? These guys are the cream of the crop. There's Jake Last, no relation to me, Trevor Resnick, Uh, The guy just using the alias from that film with Christian Bale. Then there's Colin Bennett, who of course is FM84. Music you should listen to. Then there's Jacob Wick, a guy I know nothing about. And then Fraser Davidson, who uh, corrected me because I called him Fraser Davidson. And he's let me know that I'm to use the... The, like, British pronunciation, which is Fraser. But you know how I feel about that. If you want it to be Fraser, spell it with a Z. And, of course, the king of the Pattersons, Scotty Galvin. And that 
is the Patreon for this week. Thank you all for donating to the show. It means a lot to me. Every little bit counts. If you want to help out Beyond Synth, you can go to patreon.com slash beyond synth and uh, there's a fun video there and you can uh, donate to the show and uh, make this show bigger and better. And now, let's listen to another track. This a weird intonation this this week. Uh, this is Dana Jean Phoenix with a song called Le Mirage, which was uh, produced by the Northern Lights.
And that was Le Mirage by Dana Jean Phoenix, produced by the Northern Lights. And if you like Dana Jean Phoenix, you know she was on the show in the first season. She was my first in-studio guest because she lives in the Toronto area. And uh, I'm probably going to have her back on the show sometime. I'm trying to have everybody back that I had in the first season eventually, and uh, she's she's got a lot to talk about. You know, there was a bunch of albums since I spoke with her, because that was like three years ago, or more, more, more. (laughs) I'm an idiot today. So look, let's just go to my uh, conversation with Protector 101. We had a lot of fun, we listened to a lot of music, and you are going to enjoy yourself. Or die. Or just sit there and be grumpy and not enjoy yourself, but that's... uh, a weird thing to do to put yourself through <laughs> if you actually like hate this show but for some reason still listen to it i want you guys to have a good time believe me from the bottom of my heart and now here is protector 101 and andy last talking like a bunch of old ladies all right and I'm here. I'm here too. Yeah, with Jake Freeman, aka Protector 101. Hello. And I should point out that uh, I just woke up. We scheduled this thing for early in the morning. Well, early my standards. You have a proper job where you probably wake up at like five in the morning, don't you? Sometimes. I hate it though. Yeah, I can't do the morning. I don't know. I'm I'm grumpy for about the first two hours. I'm awake, regardless of when I wake up. <laughs> so you had to wake up at three if you wanted to start your day at five. <laughs> yeah, it was just a thing that's always been. It's like that's why I always had problems working like normal jobs mm-hmm. because I would just be grumpy in the morning. People would think I was being a jerk, and I'm just like, no, just you just gotta you know leave me yeah. alone and allow me to sort of perk up. Yeah, you gotta acclimate to uh, people and you yeah, know. man. Yeah, I know. I get. It. Are you like a coffee drinker too? No, like you have to have your coffee. I mean, I did some. See, lately the issue has just been a, a scheduling issue, right? So, I mean, uh, I take my kid to school, or my wife does, uh, and then I've got five hours basically in the day to do everything. Uh-huh. But since I have to wake up at six in the morning or six thirty to like get him awake and and stuff like that, I'm just tired throughout the day because I'm not designed to wake up at that time. Right. See, my ideal time to wake up. And again, this is like a luxury thing. I know like everyone has to wake up at times they don't like. I'm not a fool. But uh, it's about 10, like 9.30-ish, 10. Mm, yeah. And and go that's to bed time. at around, you know, 1, 2 a.m. kind of thing. Like that's mm-hmm. what I usually like to do. And then what I do now is I still go to bed at like 2 a.m., but then I have to wake up at 6, which then the whole day I'm just like just tired and I don't have the energy to do the things I want to do. Right, right. And then I pass out. Then when I wake up, I pick up my son from school and then I can't work when that's going on. And No, I, I get you. See, and then the thing for me is like I think 9, 30, 10 is like a good time if I could pick, you know. Once I get up, like I'm up, like even like if I'm tired, like I'll just lay there in bed and just think about all the things I could be doing. Like, because <laughs> I have shit to do, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I It's a it's a luxury thing to worry about. I mean, I know, I know lots of people have to work at stupid hours, but some people like waking up in the morning. I mean, I do. So, I mean, there have been some days where I've woken up early and then did everything I needed to do that day chores wise mm-hmm. and then it was like when I was all finished it was like 11am and I was like oh shit like I got the rest of the day this is amazing yeah right yeah but it doesn't always turn out that way no because sometimes I'm just too groggy to do chores although that's the best time to do chores <laughs> is when you're groggy yeah like just because you don't have to think you can sort of I like, just lumber around the house like fucking Frankenstein just like throwing <laughs> dishes around and 
Anyway, Protector 101. I wanted to talk about my chores. Okay, go ahead. Well, just, I'll just let the audience know. Protector 101 makes creepy music, synthwave-style horror tunes. Uh, but for some reason, for whenever you. we talk, we talk like old men. It's true, because we're on the same age, you know? Last time we talked about, like, back pain and stuff. <laughs> we did, didn't we? <laughs> We should make our own little segment where it's like grumpy old guys or grumpy like like mid thirties guys. Yeah, we should. That would be funny. I'll do that next season. That can be like a special Protector One Hundred and One. Uh, <laughs> talks about mid thirties. And what to look for for you uh, early twenties millennials? Well, I stopped dyeing my hair. <laughs> Although it's not reflected in the iTunes artwork yet. No. But I think for season five, I'm going to unveil. Mm-hmm. Well, people can already see in the videos I've posted. You, it's hard to tell when I do like stylized lighting, but essentially my hair is like, it's getting pretty gray. Mm. And I've been dyeing it mm-hmm. black for a while, and then I decided not to do that anymore. So next season, it'll be on the iTunes artwork, so people will see how gray <laughs> I am at 35. It's, it shows your sophistications coming through. Well, it's got to come through somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's not coming through in the way I speak or think, so like, hopefully my well, least, my hair... Like, are you going bald at all or anything like that? No, but I mean, it's like it's thinning. God, we're old men. I know. <laughs> I think what what happened was, right, if you dye your hair, especially if you dye your hair dark and your hair starts to thin a bit, it's like there's a lot more contrast. Of course. Yeah. So last time I, d- I dyed it black, I was like, ooh, I don't like the look of this. <laughs> like it's, And I was like, you know, if I am going to go bald, I'm going to be a dumb fucking looking bald guy. <laughs> I'm not going to be a good looking bald guy. Like I'm going to have to wear hats and shit. You know, so then I saw what it looked like and I'm like, no, this doesn't look right. Mm. And then I stopped dyeing it, and I'm like, oh, okay, because I'm supposed to have this hair now, mm-hmm. yeah. the gray, because uh, it, that's the way my hair is supposed to be, and I can't I can't fight it anymore, and I decided to, if I was going to go bald, I might as well see what I look like with gray hair, because that would be really lame if I went straight from dark black hair to bald. I think that's what the plot was to the movie called The Gray. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't about wolves or anything, or... And then I'm going to have to take some dude's wallets. <laughs> I'm sorry, I watched... When I watched The Gray, and the movie's all right. Yeah, it's all right. But um, I couldn't stop getting over just how much talk there was about taking people's wallets in that film. (laughs) Right? Because every time a guy would die, they'd, like, collect the wallets, and then there's, like, a bunch of speeches about collecting wallets. And so I was going to make a joke trailer, and I still am at some point because I have the the movie so I could, like, edit it. And I was just going to call it Wallet Hunter, and it was just going to be a collection of all the clips where people talk about wallets. Oh, my God. That's too funny. And then all the clips of, like, Liam Neeson taking wallets away. (laughs) Because you could. Like, I I could make a two-minute trailer, and all it would be is just, like, got to get those wallets. And And then at one point, the dude, I think it's, like, Frank Grillo or whatever, that actor, Uh he goes on a speech about... Yeah, man, you just got to collect those wallets. Like, all sarcastic because, like, he's worried about staying alive. And so that would be the comedy button at the... You know, like, every trailer now, like, has, like, a... It shows all the action, and then it cuts back to, like, a comedy beat that's never funny. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. that Wonder Woman. <laughs> she sure is super. And then, like, you know... <laughs> so you would use... You would do it as a com- uh, comedic kind of a thing? Yeah, that would be, like, the end. Like, after all the wallet hunting, and then, like, it would be playing serious music, and then it would cut back to, like, yeah, yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> Gotta collect those wallets. And then, <laughs> and yeah, then like... Sh- <laughs> and then credits, you know? <laughs> 
Uh, stupid. 2018. It's, yeah. it's still in production. <laughs> I'm still like I am going to do it, but I have two. Like, like I said before, I got, I got too many damn projects, and obviously, Wallet Hunter parody trailer is not at the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> Although it should be, I suppose. Well, anyways, man, uh, we could probably wrap this up. Yeah, I think so. It was nice to you. <laughs> so let's listen to a track, and then we'll talk more with Protector 101. This is a Robots with Ray Guns track we're going to listen to. And this is Your Love, the Highway Superstar Remix. Robert Remix. <laughs> You can use that in there if you want to. I will. Yeah. Just add, bump some uh, bass to the... Bump some bass. Yeah. <laughs> bump some bass to that uh, vocal.
And that was Your Love, the Highway Superstar Remix. Of course, a track by Robots with Ray Guns, RWR. And I'm here with P101, Protector 101, Jake Freeman. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. You want to do like a proper introduction now? (laughs) Hey, two times the charm, you know? Two times the charm. That's what they say about me. (laughs) Once, twice a lady? Once, yeah, that's what they also say about me. Man, man, that dude is twice the lady. <laughs> yes, he is. Or man, what have you been? Uh, what have you been doing? Well, recently, uh, electronics have been breaking around me. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you have like a power? I don't know. Like, do you have this at all? Like, I feel like I'm the only one. Like, are you asking me if I have a magical ability or to like break electronics around you every like randomly? In the summertime, I broke all of my earphones. Yeah, but it was all uh, really dumb things. Like, so the first one. I'm not a very fun passenger. I don't really drive. Mm -hmm. So I'm usually like, I just sit in a chair and just listen to music and watch the scenery go by. (laughs) And uh, I have a pair of headphones for that. You know, I just hooked to my iPod and uh, the cord was dangling Uh and I closed the door and the door closed just enough to cut the tip off the (laughs) end of the jack. Of course. So it was like a joke. It was like, you know, like I picked it up. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The door literally <laughs> clipped off. I'm going to say like five millimeters mm. of the the tip of the earphone jack. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> so I had to toss those ones. And then my other earphones broke. And then my Bluetooth headphones like started to break. Yeah. It's weird that you call them earphones instead of headphones. Is that like a Canadian thing? Is that a Canadian thing? Because we call them headphones. Headphones. I say headphones too. I say earphones as well. I mean, they do go in your ears. Yeah, but they also go on your head. True. <laughs> I just like earphones sounds weird to me. Yeah, maybe it is a Canadian thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I remember when I, I watched old episodes of Seinfeld and they used to call the answering machine the phone machine. Yeah, isn't that weird? Is that an American thing? I no. I mean, maybe back in, like when they first came out, they called right, them phone okay, machines, okay. you know. Yeah, because I'm just like, phone machine? I mean, isn't the phone the phone machine? Yeah, but even now, like nobody has answering machines really, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I still remember George Costanza's phone machine message. Oh, yeah, that thing's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so you've been breaking electronics. Is that why you're on the show today? No. <laughs> I was so worried about this interview because I'm like, oh, great, what's going on, you know? Because this happens to me, like, at least once a year, where, like, mm. things around me just start breaking for no reason. Like, last night, I was on my phone, and I'm updating an app, and it just... Like completely crashes my phone. I can't like turn the phone on, and I've tried so many things. Yeah, but it's not you. It, like it's the goddamn. Well, I know. Every well, time Apple makes me update, yeah, I'll tell you this. And I know this is a fucking complaint that everyone makes. I'm not about to say an original thought here, but every time they update the operating system, mm-hmm. they add features I don't want, mm-hmm. and they literally fucking screw up the one thing I use. Mm the things for you know like i could have a whole computer and the only thing i'm doing is like i use this computer for excel spreadsheets and then literally they'll do an update where the one thing i can't do anymore is use excel spreadsheets like that (laughs) and that always every time they do an update it's just like oh the sound on the one program i edit sound with doesn't seem to come out of the speakers anymore like every time right and they do the same stupid thing with the ipods it keeps telling me fucking Update your iPod thing. I'm like, no, no, stop asking me. And then when I finally just go like months later, like, all right, fine, I'll update it. And then I do. And then it's like, 
now my phone doesn't fucking play my music anymore. And it's just like, right. great. Like, fuck you. Right, right. Yeah. No, I understand that. But like, so like the cell phone thing is like one thing and it's a new cell phone, you know, it's not old or anything. And I've tried, you know, I'm pretty tech savvy when it comes to like, like flashing ROMs and stuff. And I'm having like a heck of a time with it. And, and it's basically a, I'm getting down to the wire where I actually have to call Google because it's a Google phone and basically get a replacement. That's what it comes down to. Was the, the app you were updating... A virus? No, it's a official. It's like my bank app. It's an official app. And no, I don't know if that was the thing that was Banksy that did it, but it's the thing that I was doing at the time where it just completely crashed for no reason. And then, like this morning when I come down to like set up, you know, the computer and stuff, one of the lights is burnt out downstairs. I'm just like so paranoid now <laughs> because <laughs> like last time this happened, like my whole music drive on my computer like completely crashed. Ooh, that's. Okay. No, it's not. And it was such a good thing that I like backed up like a week ago, like a week before it happened. Randomly. May that be an important lesson to my listeners. Back up your drives yeah. or die. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Service announcement. Back up your drives now. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, let's uh, listen to some music. Okay. And then we'll talk more about backing up drives. Maybe. This is, uh, no, we will. This is uh, Vampire Stepdad and a track called Green Berets for Breakfast. And then in brackets, Redux. Wow.
And that was Vampire Stepdad with Green Berets for Breakfast Redux from the Sweater Weather EP. And I am back here today with Protector 101. Jake Freeman, when's the last time we talked? <laughs> Maybe like six months ago. Was it? I mean, well, we talked last night. I mean... Well, that doesn't count. Oh. <laughs> if, it's not, if it's not recorded and it's not on the show, it doesn't count. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> My friendships only exist uh, virtually. Okay, <laughs> through your radio show. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, was it like six months ago or something like that? It was longer than that because it was when you had just come back from Japan. Really? And now you've just come back from Japan again. <laughs> so it was like a year ago. Yeah. Wow. I'll look back at the official numbering system. I have a new rule in my head because I'm making more episodes now. Mm -hmm. So I have a new rule in my head about the space between having returning guests come on. Ah, okay. Because I can never tell. You know, people seem to enjoy the show regardless. I mean, like, I've done episodes with no guest. I've done a few of those this season. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm sure people prefer having a guest than just me being an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Making shit up. But um, I like having you on the show. You know, I like having returning guests because the process is just easy. You know, when you have a rapport with somebody, yeah. you know, with new guests, I take a bit longer with the edits and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't have their rhythm or I don't know, you know what I mean? So it's always fun to have people back on who, uh, yeah. who I like chatting with. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> chatting. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're a bunch of chatty Cathy's talking about old. getting old and breaking electronics. We're a couple fun guys. And also backing up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You got to back up. That's true. <laughs> Although I still don't trust, I don't do anything on the cloud, and I don't have any automatic backup protocols. Like, I basically just, like, whenever I remember, like, every few months, it's like, maybe I should just drag these folders to another hard drive just in case. (laughs) Right, right. I have four backup systems right now, because I'm that paranoid. Well, I mean, it's good to do. What I want to do is get a RAID drive, but those damn cases are so expensive. Yeah, they are very expensive, yeah. I like the ones where you can just, like, swap the drives out. You know, you just go, like, click. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. RAID. RAID drives. <laughs> Back up your data. <laughs> Sounds like a uh, synthwave name. Yeah, yeah, it does. I'm taking it. RAID drive. RAID drive. <laughs> Fucking RAID drive 86. There you go. Is that a nudge at uh, Tommy 86? That's probably a nudge at everybody. <laughs> 86. <laughs> <laughs> there's more than one. Well, you know, there's a... Uh, how many how many 80s ones do we know? Um, Miami Nights, yeah. 1984, Tommy 86, Valkyrie 84. Uh-huh. Hold on. Let me check my iTunes list. <laughs> That's a lot. I don't think you have a special ability to break electronics, I think. But what does it happen, like, randomly? In my life? Yeah. It's because I buy cheap things. But this isn't cheap things. This is not a cheap phone. But you're... You're generally a cheap guy, though, no, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, what have I been telling everybody I know? <laughs> Screw you, dude. They're just like, like, oh, you ever heard that Protector 101? I'm like, I'll tell you one thing about that Protector 101. <laughs> he's it's fucking he's cheap. cheap. He's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've been watching Zima commercials lately. We are a couple fun guys, aren't yeah, we? we are. Yeah. I don't know. What is the theme of this episode? <laughs> there's, there's so I was putting Vicks VapoRub on my belly because I was... Uh... <laughs> Anyways, go on. No, Zima commercials. Sure, tell me about them. Remember those? Those are so hysterical, man. Wait, is Zima antidepressants? No, it's like a... It was like back in the 90s, it was like some kind of like wine cooler. Oh! Yeah, What Zima. am I thinking of? Zorbital or Zorthoft? Zorthoft. Zoloft. 
whenever I hear that, I just think, you know, I was always playing um, mm-hmm. Lego Marvel with my son and uh, one of the Marvel bad guys, like Arnim Zola or something uh-huh. from Captain America. Yeah. And so, and he would always run around the screen. I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but in the Lego game anyways, he was like, I am Arnim Zola. And he would always say that over and over again. Oh, geez. And that's why what I think of when I hear Zola. <laughs> Not that I hear Zoloff that often, but... <laughs> you cannot destroy the mighty Arnim Zola. Whenever I go in the YouTube, like, watching just random videos, it's it's always 80s cartoon intros. Is it? I love, I love watching those, man. Some of them are so good. Yeah, they're cool. Like, in some of them, like, the music is really amazing. Like, back then, like, I was a kid and I didn't really care, you know? I was just like, cool, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you know? Mm. But, like, the music in that cartoon is amazing. I talk about this on the show all the time, but, I, like, when I go back... It, and watch those just those collections. They're so good. I watched this one called. I never even saw the damn cartoon. It's called Galaxy Rangers. Mm-hmm. There's like it's kind of like cowboys in space, not to be confused with. <laughs> there's another cowboys in space cartoon right. from right. the '80s, but there's one another one called Galaxy Rangers. Uh-huh. And the song is fucking great. Yeah, it shows them. You know, like it's like showcasing all their powers. You know, and like you know, you see the person like spin around, and then like their arm will get like covered in lasers. And mm. I love '80s cartoon. That's intros. cool. Yeah. These are the adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. I love the fact that there's uh, like shows out there that completely suck, but the music's awesome. One of my favorite movies is not because of the movie itself, but it's because of the soundtrack, and that's Surf Nazis Must Die. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, that movie, like, really, really sucks. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Seriously. But, man, without that music, it just would have been the same. It really wouldn't have. No, I, I gotcha. I got video games like that. Yes, you yes. Know, where they, they, the, the soundtrack sort of elevates it beyond being a generic. Yeah, like Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that game. Fuck that game. It was shitty. You just jump around on shit. So what? Uh, what have you been doing besides getting back from Japan? Uh, just gonna throw that out there. Wait, we gotta talk about Japan. How was your second Japan trip? It, it was really cool. We got to see things that we didn't get to see things last time. Did you see any Japanese people? Yes, we saw some. Yes, mm. <laughs> mostly in the Tokyo area. You know, when there's more people. Did you ever go into the country, or were you just experiencing the city? Yeah, you know, yeah. We went to the country. Uh, we went to this place called Takayama, which is kind of up in the hills. Arigato. <laughs> oh yes, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. Was really cold, and it actually started snowing, which was really cool because I never got to experience snow in Japan. So that was really awesome. What's the Japanese word for snow? Yuki. Yuki. Yeah. Arigato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then we got to do that. And then we went to an island that was filled with rabbits. What's the Japanese word for rabbit? Usagi. Usagi. <laughs> Yuki. <laughs> Usagi Yuki? Yeah, rabbit snow. Or did I already forget the word for snow? Did I fuck it up? No, 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 you did it. Yeah, it was that like cocaine for rabbits or something? Actually, that's a good idea. Once I start launching my line of fucking cocaine, that'll be like the little picture and just be a fucking Yuki Sabi. Fuck, I, I, now I forgot the word for rabbit. Usagi. Usagi! Like, you know, Usagi Yojimbo. That's from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the rabbit guy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Usagi, uh, yeah. And then Yojimbo, which is like, it's not Ronin, which which is like a samurai that doesn't have a leader anymore. Samurai! Samurai! <laughs> <laughs> Oi! 
Saburui. Ooh, That's all I know. That's my only Japanese. That's a fucking E Honda. Yeah. Hey, man, let's listen to another track and then we'll talk more about Japan. How about that? Is this an uh, artist called E Honda? No, this is an artist called Protector 101. Oh, geez. Now, I played this song a few weeks back, but since you're on the show, we might as well play some Protector 101. That would be <laughs> yeah. strange. Uh, so, this was a track called BFLC. <laughs> What are you laughing about? You know what. Which stands for... (laughs) (laughs) They're going to make you say it. Which, of course, stands for Big Fucking Laser Cannons uh, by Protector 101. Yasugi. Yusagi. Oh, yeah.
And that was Big Fucking Laser Cannons by Protector 101. <laughs> and I'm here with Protector 101, Jake Freeman, right now. Straight from Japan, but not from Japan. He just was in Japan. Straight from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you went back there, you saw some mm. rabbits and yeah. snow. Yeah, yeah. How long did you go for? It was two weeks, so a little bit longer than we went last time. I got to see, like, stuff that I didn't get to see because there was actually time we had. Sure. I mentioned last time I was talking about Japan um, on the last show was, like, stores have multiple stories because you have to build up instead of out, you know? Mm. The further you go up in the store, the weirder the shit gets. Sure. So, <laughs> sure, oh, is, that, is that, like, the rule? Like, uh, the higher up stores are the weirder ones? It is, yeah. Because, like, you know, you got the main floor which is like you know the mainstream stuff that you see all the time and then you start working your way through up the floors and it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder yeah. so <laughs> we have the, they have these things called uh, gachapon which is like I don't know if you guys have them in Canada but like it's mostly in grocery stores like as you're leaving they have like those like things for kids where you put a quarter in or 50 cents and um, you turn the dial and out comes a capsule kind of a thing do you not have these of course we do <laughs> I'm not sure I'm not sure of Canada. <laughs> I'm not sure what Canada has. We have these, um, uh, I don't know how to describe them. You put coins in and like a can of uh, soda. I, mean, well, I don't know what you guys call it, but yeah. it comes out the bottom. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, there's like labels like it, Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, this is a little bit different. This isn't I like the way you machine. describe it though when it, like, because it, it is true. Like I never really think of them as capsules, but I mean, yes. Yeah. I remember when I was young, you know, you get all excited because there'd be the ones with like the sticky hands. Yes, the sticky hands. Yes, those yeah, are man. cool. Or like the like the little like tiny plastic wrestling men. Yeah. Yeah, those, <laughs> those guys are cool, right? <laughs> anyway, continue. So you go to a okay. weird store full of these. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, Gachapon is like a big, big thing. It's like those things, but times 20. You mean the capsules are bigger? Well, the well, they are a little bit bigger, yeah. Yeah, they are bigger. Some of them are smaller, some about the same size. But, like, average to spend, like, 2 to $3 on one gachapon. And there's even, like, $5 ones and $10 ones. What the fuck does gachapon mean? Gachapon is, like, if I remember correctly, and someone's going to correct me, I know it on the internet. It's kind of like the sound it makes as you turn the dial, like, gachapon. Mm. Like, that's kind of like a... Like, what's that yeah. called? F- f- uh, what's the word for that? When, when, when a sound sounds like the way it's spelled it's not onomatopoeia is it onomatopoeia hold on here sound sounds like word uh onomatopoeia is that what it is words like quack moo bark or woof an onomatopoeia is a word that phonetically imitates resembles or suggests the source of the sound that it describes bam automatopoeia i got it good job jake yeah i'm pretty bad with like vocabulary so <laughs> that's pretty good for me <laughs> Gotcha phone. So do they have different sound effects in Japan? No. Well, okay, so... <laughs> no, Does everything it, sound different there? Yeah, like you're in a bubble? Yeah, like... Okay, so I think you would really like Gotcha phone too, because, like, they have, like, really weird, quirky ones, because it's Japan, you know? So you have all these Gotcha phone and you can go to Gotcha phone stores, and there's, like, literally hundreds of these, like, little capsule machines. So they're not in bins? Like, they're in machines? They're, like, in little bins, but they're, like, stacked on top of each other. Like, there's one that had, like, six stacked up high. Right. So you literally had to grab like a stool and get on top of it and put your coin in because it was up so high. Unless you're like six foot five, then you could get it. But you know, Japanese are usually small, tiny, <laughs> short. Yeah. Keep going. Mijikai. I want more synonyms. <laughs> Skoshi. Slight. Minuscule. Minus. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Negative. 
<laughs> I'm going to start calling short people that. Minus? Hey, what's yeah. up, Minus? Yeah, this dude's a little minus, if you know what I mean. <laughs> He's a... Minus man. Anyway, go on. So you're in the Gachapon store. So, yeah, and I think we like these because, like, one of them is, like, we were looking so hard to find it, but we didn't find it. It's, like, a whole set of, like, depressed salarymen. Oh, you were talking to me about this before, so you yeah. found them this time? No, we didn't get to find them, but we found, like, other ones, like, um, a girl, like, she was, like, eating sushi, or she was picking up a cat, or doing something like that, but there was always something that, like, flew in her face, so you never saw her face. <laughs> it's just so random. <laughs> so that's a thing? <laughs> that's a thing, yeah, and then they have ones where it's, like, little people that you put hanging on your cup. That you drink out of. But then, of course, like, there's ones that you, like, spend $10 on, and it's, like, bondage, like a figure. Like, it's a girl. She's all tied up in ropes and stuff. And, <laughs> and they have everything in, like, detail. Like, her panties is on the side, and, like, a candle, and, like... Gotcha, Paul. Gotcha, Paul. But then, I actually found panty vending machines out there. You found one? I found, like, three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's one of those things that people always talk about. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, is that an urban legend? I think last time we spoke, I don't know if we had, like, come to any conclusion as to the validity of that. So you did actually find some. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I think at one point, like, in the 80s or early 90s, whatever, like, it was, like, they were actually selling, like, used Yeah, now they're fake or whatever. Now they're, like, yeah, considered used, like, you know, worn. That is ridiculous. (laughs) So what is that? Was that just in, like, another, like, fucking, like, 10th floor store? Yeah, yeah. The first one that we found was, like... It was on the seventh floor or something. Okay, so is that something you would find, like, in a sex store? Um, the second time I found them, which had, like, two panty vending machines in it, was at a sex store. Okay. Yeah, that was, like, a seven-story sex store. It's not like a, you walk into, like, a fucking Walmart and it's like... No, 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 no. <laughs> and the first time I saw it was, um, it's like a big indoor mall that's, like, eight stories high. That one was, like, on the very top floor, and it was, like, tucked back behind this little little corner even like kind of covered up a little bit so and my wife saw and she's like uh is that what i think it is i was like (laughs) oh my god (laughs) give me five bucks (laughs) amazing yeah it was amazing well that's cool that you got a cool wife yeah yeah oh yeah she's always looking out for me so (laughs) (laughs) in the best possible way yep Penny vending machines. Let's listen to another song, and then we'll talk more about this, man. Okay. And this is a track by Vandal Moon called Lovely Never.
And that was Lovely Never by Vandal Moon <laughs> off the Teenage Daydream Conspiracy. And today, I'm talking to Jake Freeman, who you might know as Protector 101. <laughs> Buying panties in Japan. From a vending machine. From a vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha pone. Gotcha pone. Well, listen, tell me uh, one of your favorite memories from Japan while I go and pour myself some water. Okay. It seems like a lot of pressure, but I'll try. And this better be good. When I come back, I want to be at the... Uh, the the end of... <laughs> the end of this great story. <laughs> well, do you have like... Are you going to take like a minute or two or something? I'm or? probably going to take about 17 seconds. 17 seconds. Okay. Here I go. Okay. Did you say anything? Yeah, I did. Did you just sit there in silence for like 20 seconds? No. I, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> this is a good radio. <laughs> so, what have you been working on, Protector 101-wise? Okay, so I got basically two soundtracks I'm working on right now. One is, uh, I think I mentioned it last time, was uh, the virtual reality project. It's like a virtual reality slash movie, and I'm, I'm writing that. It's a dystopian, futuristic, Blade Runner-esque, very dark. That's going to be really cool. It's like, music-wise, it's kind of like the sequel to Hunter's Journey style. Think along those lines, but like, no music a little bit better, so. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean a virtual reality movie? But So it's like, I'm trying to figure it out myself i think it's like you are the camera itself and like the camera like never really cuts or hardly cuts you know as far as editing goes like this is a, is this a movie this is a movie yeah it's like they've actually hired real actors and like you know voiceovers and all this silly suits that everybody wears for virtual reality wait 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 wait, wait. hold on okay so this is a movie but do you watch it using a vr helmet yes you do yeah so they're filming it with like a weird like fisheye camera or something or uh, they must be yeah they kind of they went over the technical aspects of it, and I was just like, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So in the thing, you're allowed to like turn your head and stuff. Yes, it's like you're you're engulfed into this like whole thing. It's it's really strange. Like that's the best way I can just dis- describe it. Is like you are the camera itself. Who's making this thing? <laughs> What? Why do you feel like you're getting like angry? Well, at look, me? I'm interested. Like, I just want to know how they do it. I mean, I know I, I'm aware that there is um, VR porn, which I'm assuming you just kind of move your head around, and they must film it with a, a weird camera or something. Well, like, they have, I, yeah, they have those cameras that are like 360 cameras or whatever, or 180 cameras. You know, I guess like those things that like Google drives around the cities with, right? When they for their Google Maps. Yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of like that, but like done in like real time, like. It shoots video. So it'll be kind of like uh, Strange Days. Yeah, kind of like Strange Days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I'll be really curious to see how that works. Yeah, I know. So it's like a new thing in the industry, so to speak. You're the camera, and you get to look around it. But it's still like a linear path. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, I have like, they gave me like a rough draft, a rough cut of the video, and I'm overlaying the music over that. But it looks really awesome. And the footage that they gave me is actually the old Unreal technology. What's the word I'm thinking of? You know, they have like source codes or something like that. that Oh, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. But now that they updated their Unreal engine, and they show me some screenshots, and it looks really amazing. Wait, I'm fucking confused as hell so it's <laughs> it's shot on video or whatever uh-huh but then it's processed using unreal well it's all computer graphics everything's computer graphics but they use the actors wearing the suits and just recorded their models oh! yeah 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 
<laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, and of course, like they record their voices too. And yeah, stuff. okay. So, so it does look like a game. It looks like a game. Yeah, but it's a movie. But it's a movie, and it's a virtual reality. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotcha. So that's that project, which is turned out to be really cool, I think. Does that project have a name? I don't know if I can say, honestly, because like they haven't made official <laughs> Facebook. They haven't made talking official- to you is like fucking talking to ogre, man. <laughs> Every time I talk, it's just like, I'm working on all this stuff, and I can't talk about any of it. I'm like, fucking, well, then, what'd you have for breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> let's think. You're like, let's have, let's have another interview together. What do you want to talk about? Well, I can't really say anything. I'm just trying to think. Was there something you couldn't say before that you can say now? I'm just trying to think what happened last no, year. No, because, like, everything's still in, like, production. Like, mm. last time I talked to one of them, it's two guys, basically, that's doing the whole thing. They're coming really close. The, basically, they're gonna just about to release the Facebook page, Twitter, and, you know, get all, all the social accounts up and running. So, hopefully, that should be pretty soon, like, in the next couple weeks. Mm. Yeah. Are you, you tapping on your desk? Maybe. Mm. <laughs> and he's thinking, I'm gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> that's a no-no on this show. <laughs> No tapping of the desks. Actually, you know what? Let's listen to a song, and then you can tell me um, what else you're working on. How about that? Okay. Can you tell me what else you're working on? Yes. (laughs) Yes, this one I can. Okay, let's listen to a track. This is Laserhawk, and the track Space is the Place.
And that was Space is the Place by Laserhawk from the Visitor's album. That's a cool track. And I'm here today with Protector 101. That whole album is amazing. Yeah, it's a good one. Seriously, like, I was just telling someone uh, back in the old days, 2011, <laughs> when, you know, this whole stuff was still new-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, like, when he was putting out that song, So Far Away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even titled. Like, it was, it was untitled. And it was on SoundCloud for free. And I remember him asking, I don't know what to call this. What should I call it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a good album. Laserhawk (laughs) is a talented guy. He is. He loves pinballs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know the old saying. Pinball is a type of arcade game in which points are scored by a player manipulating one or more steel balls on a play field inside a glass-covered cabinet called a pinball machine. The primary objective of the game is to score as many points as possible. This is true. Points are earned when the ball strikes different targets on the playfield. A drain is situated at the bottom of the playfield, partially protected. Protector 101. <laughs> it all comes in yeah. round circle. Yeah, <laughs> no, you think I'm never going anywhere with these things, but I am. <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know how you do it. I don't either. So, man. <laughs> so. What you been working on? That I could talk about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to be awake right now. I don't know. It's so funny. It's, that was kind of weird. It's like almost like robotic, like how you said that. It's like like talking to Johnny Cab or something. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Jake Freeman, what kind of songs have you been working at Jake? <laughs> oh my Freeman. God, Jesus. <laughs> and I'm here today with Protector 101. What songs have you been working on? <laughs> 
Anyway, tell me about your project. So, okay, so this, <laughs> <laughs> so the second project would be uh, another soundtrack for a movie called Killer Campout, and the uh, director is uh, Brad Twig. He's a real cool guy. Yeah, he's he's directed uh, other like kind of horror movies, modern day horror movies, but this one's kind of like his ode to like '80s slasher movies. And he's actually had some uh, actors that have been in like other horror movies, like John A. Russo. Like he's from Night of the Living Dead, and Herschel Gordon. He's been in Blood Feast, and so it's like he has like all these people that have been in other horror movies so which is cool man you're doing the soundtrack yeah and like i don't know if you guys know like the burning soundtrack it's kind of like done that in that aspect when you say you guys you guys the it, is that like referring to my audience you or? and the audience that is listening me, me and my producer in studio he's the one who hits record that's uh craig i think did i ever name him <laughs> anyway say say hi to jake fuck you <laughs> all right what an asshole yeah he is an asshole but he hits record like the best of them. <laughs> I watched the Indiegogo trailer for this film, and it was gross. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty gory, I, I, man. I'm not really a, a horror guy, so I like when I'm like, oh, yeah, just watch the trailer for this thing, because I don't really do slasher movies. Yeah. And then there's, like, just gross <laughs> gore. I think at one point someone got their boob cut off or something. Yeah, and then there's one yeah. getting strangled by intestines. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's pretty it good stuff. A, Check it out, yeah, man. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's not my scene, but I know that uh, the kids love it. Yeah, the kids going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get it. Is it done? Like, when I saw that Indiegogo trailer, I'm like, this looks like a lot of stuff has happened here. Yeah, yeah it's it's already done filmed and stuff. So basically what they need right now at the Indiegogo is help with post-production. So, like, right. you know, making DVDs, Blu-rays, shirts, you know, just to get that done and ready. So on that Indiegogo page, which I'm sure Andy will link, there's quite a few parks there and... You know, you can get a poster or a special thanks. Uh, there's one that you can get the soundtrack for a digital digital download. You should do it just because of that. Do I hear your dog or your stomach? That's that's a dog we're watching. He's a pug. So you're going to have to edit that out, too. <laughs> Was that secret? Or you mean the sound he made? You hear that? <laughs> It's really quiet. I, bet, I It depends. I'll have to hear it on the mic to see if I can hear it. Uh, I slept in, right? We were supposed to record this at a certain time, and mm-hmm. so I haven't had breakfast yet, and so, like, my belly is, like, making noises, too. Yeah. And I sound like a pug, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you got any big plans for Christmas? Uh, no, not really. Do you like Christmas music as much as I do? Well, how much do you like it? <laughs> mm. I don't know how much you like it. My wife... My wife. She likes Christmas music, and yeah, she'll put on the station that does the Christmas music all the time stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. I can't stand it. It's like fucking the same four songs. And the thing that drives me nuts is that there's some Christmas songs that are just shit. Yeah. But then, you know, those other artists have to, like, put their stamp on it. Right. And nothing annoys me more than some stupid diva putting their stamp on a shitty Christmas song because their stamp is over always mm. pum pum you know like fuck you yeah. like that's all i think the second i hear that stuff yeah, is like, like, you asshole yeah that's all you're hearing them say is like i'm selling out i need money yeah i get that it's probably lucrative for them but <laughs> jesus christ it's that adding the extra bit uh, oh my god i heard like a fucking frosty the snowman that was like mm-hmm. done like a fucking reggae song it was the worst there's only one good christmas song and that's fucking that song yeah 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 you know you made it as an artist when you go on The Voice or a show like that because let's be honest anybody that wins that show 
doesn't do anything with their whole entire life. It's the people that don't win the show. So anyway, so you win the show, you get record deals, you go through a couple years of that, and then you know you made it when you had to do a Christmas album. But it's like, what are people adding to the... You're adding nothing. Like, anytime someone's like, oh, here's my Christmas album. What's the difference? Well, when I sing Rudolph, you know, I go, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And yeah. Like, that's my fucking spin on this shit. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, fuck those people. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, maybe this is a good time to play my uh, cover of Wham. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the thing is, like, the what I don't mind is when people do, like, original sort of retro promenade. You know, they did, like, a Christmas yeah. thing. And, and that, that was fun because it was like synth music because i like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. when it's like the synth music but they throw in like the fucking christmas bells and things so it's like kind of christmasy but it's still like synth music right yeah yeah but i just can't stand like the fucking you know yeah and dancer and pritzen or yeah, pritzen it's like- <laughs> yeah, I, i've heard that i've heard the song quite a lot you know pritzen the, the fucking <laughs> pritzen. yeah i can tell pritzen yeah <laughs> everybody knows pritzen that's my favorite reindeer in the mall <laughs> Fucking Britson. All right, listen. Let's listen to some cool music. All this talk of Christmas music is upsetting me. Here is a track by Calyx, and this is Bright City Lights.
And that was Bright City Lights by Calyx from the Metropolis album. And I'm here with Protector 101, Jake Freeman. <laughs> and uh, we're talking about Christmas time. We're talking about... <laughs> The miracles of uh, Princeton. 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 Princeton is what I said. Princeton. Princeton. Yeah. Princeton. The rude reindeer. The reindeer. God damn it. <laughs> the rude deer. What is going on with you, man? <laughs> I'm not supposed to be awake right now. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My brain isn't due to turn on for another like 40 minutes. Andy, I'm gonna need you to do a favor for me and wake up. No, I know the steak isn't real, but uh, <laughs> anyway, tell me. Uh, okay, so look, you, you're a good guy. Uh, <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't dude? know. <laughs> <laughs> you just saying stuff? I think I am. That's awesome. I'm trying to come up with fucking segues. I've never tried that one before. <laughs> well, you're a good guy. <laughs> I wish I didn't, like, interrupt you there, because I would have loved to see what you were going to say. <laughs> hey, uh, my wife got one of them T-Rex costumes, like you have. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you were telling me about this. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, because I see all these videos with people with those T-Rex costumes. Like, mm -hmm. it seems like a popular thing, mm -hmm. but not a lot of people... It's, it's a novelty. Like, on Halloween... Mm -hmm. There was a sort of like a Halloween street thing that, that they did uh, <laughs> near me. Okay. You know, like it's like during the day and like kids go dressed up and there's like booths and shit set up on the road and stuff. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, and they close a bit of the road and, you know, it's like sometimes, you know, they'll do like, oh, it's the fucking, you know, the, the Ukrainian festival. And then like, they'll close a few blocks and there's all these like kiosks open, like making shish kebabs and stuff. Yeah. And reasons to drink. When we were in, uh, the Halloween time, they do that for Halloween and then they have like a, you know, some kids band playing or something. And mm. anyway, so my wife put on that T-Rex thing Yeah, and like fucking cars are like because we walked there and so like cars are like stopping and honking and taking pictures like it like just this crazy thing right and then kids were like running up wanting to get their picture taken and also attacking her oh my gosh yeah like people just like kids like when they see that costume their instinct is just to run and just start attacking it <laughs> That's what I would do if I saw a dinosaur. And then we got ambushed by, like, this fucking total scumbag lady. Like, you know when you... Uh-huh. You just see trash people? Yeah. You know, like, she's missing teeth. She's got, like, six kids that all have the same face. <laughs> But, like, different ages, and they're all covered with, like, ice cream and dirt and stuff. You know what I'm talking about. Ice cream and dirt? Just, just when you see, like, people who just have, like, fucking urchin children. And then this sure, lady yeah. one runs up, and she's, like, missing all these teeth, and she's like, dinosaur, dinosaur. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, just, and then she was an old lady, but somehow she was also mystified by this costume. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And then just like, is that your wife? Is that your wife? And he's like, what is happening? He's like, I want my kids to take picture. And then like the kids, like all these kids like started standing around the dinosaur to get their picture taken. But then there was like more kids. I don't know if there's this lady's kids, but they all looked the same. <laughs> like there's something when you see those families where they... They, they hit the bottom of the chromosomes. And, like. and, but they also have like too many children and all the children kind of look the same. Right, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because they're probably spaced closer together too. That's I mean, if you have that many kids, mm -hmm. there's not going to be like huge age gaps. Right, yeah. Anyway. 
anyway, the point is, it was really <laughs> bizarre because people like were so excited about this thing, and then my wife had to take it off because mm-hmm. it all it fogs up inside too. It does, yeah. And uh, and then she had to like kind of run behind a building and fucking switch costumes or whatever just because she was getting <laughs> she like gotta, ambushed. That's too funny, man. Yeah, it's weird. I I just figured I was like, this thing got to be more popular than that, right? But no, like people just are fucking. Yeah, it's, it's like they're seeing a fucking magic or something in front of them. You know, like they just so mesmerized. Yeah, yeah. No, I get what you mean. Yeah. I mean, like that time, like where I went outside and I walked one of my dogs with a suit on, I mean, <laughs> and, and my wife was like, oh, "Don't make me film this." I'm like, "You gotta film this, okay?" Like, she's like, "Fine," you know, because she doesn't want any of the neighbors to see. You know, like we don't. We live in a fine neighborhood. It's dead end street and stuff. And as soon as we go out there and she starts filming, like all of a sudden, like the neighborhood just woke up. Like all these cars started coming down, like. <laughs> the road and like watching us and like the next door neighbor across the street came out she didn't even like like flinch it's like she was just like you should make them run (laughs) (laughs) like it was just like a normal everyday thing to see a dinosaur walking a dog the people in your neighborhood sound a little bit more jaded than the ones in mine well it is maine new england everybody's kind of jaded that area so (laughs) got nothing to live for you know So you're a good guy, right? <laughs> so you're, hey, listen, you're a good guy. <laughs> well, listen, let's listen to another track. Is this uh, my Wham remix? Yeah, this is your Wham remix. Okay. You have a Wham remix? Yeah, I do. Do you? Yeah, check it out. It's on YouTube. Is it ridiculous? Yeah, there it is. Three three minutes and three seconds long. Can't believe we've never seen this. Wait, maybe I have. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you should play that. The one where you're fucking playing the music in your bedroom, right? It's not the bedroom, it's the basement. Here I thought you just had this giant bedroom. (laughs) All right, fine, what the fuck? Let's listen to fucking Protector 101's Wham! Last Christmas cover. I don't usually play covers on the show, but I'll make an exception for this one. Thanks, man. But it's more about watching the video. You can see my awesome chord progression playing. Yeah, (laughs) because it's a very silly video. Hey, you got no dislikes. What? Really? Nobody dislikes this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe 723 people have watched it. (laughs) And nobody dislikes it. Wow, 37 likes? That's amazing. Here, let's listen to it, and then we'll... uh, This is uh, Protector 101. Wham! Last Christmas cover.
And that was a cover of Last Christmas by Wham, by Protector 101, who I am talking to right now. That, of course, is a joke song that is not representative of Protector 101's <laughs> normal work. I should say, just in case people are like, why is this guy... Uh, not that they would. You're a staple here of Beyonce. He sounds like a good guy, but... <laughs> Let's read the comments. I am McLovin33. That's Marco Merrick, right? Mm-hmm. He says, ha 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 And then you responded, he 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 <laughs> I did. Titan Exodus says, it's kind of sad that I've noticed... I've just noticed that I'm not subscribed. I've been following you on social media for years now. <laughs> Tony says, that... That was beautiful. Merry Christmas, too. Then you said, Tony is OP, but not as OP as Alex. Thank you, Tony. And then Jazzy Marscat says, Ha 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 Fantastic remix. Awesome video, too. Except for the slightly scary close-up at 3.02. Yikes. Don't eat my eyeballs out. Ha 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 But hey, nothing screams Christmas louder than guitar playing and Christmas tree dancing. Love it. To which you responded, Ha 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 Thank you. Jazzy, Merry Christmas, XD. Xmas. Oh, you said Xmas. Is that important to you? Yes. If you're going to read these, you got to read it correctly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very important that people know that I take the Christ out of Christmas. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> well, we got to wage this fucking war on Christmas, man. <laughs> it's important. You know that war on Christmas that people seem to think is there, but... But it keeps, like, expanding every year. I love that. <laughs> Can't, can't say fucking Christmas anymore. Oh, you can't? Because I'm pretty sure every single fucking store is blasting Christmas music with fucking big banners that say Merry Christmas. So I don't know what universe these people are living in that think that it's like offensive to talk about Christmas. But uh, I'm fairly certain that starting November 1st, all the stores have fucking fake snow in them. Uh-huh. Says fucking Merry Christmas. Yeah. Lights. Mm-hmm. Christmas music. Yep. If there's any war going on, it's a war against my senses. <laughs> And that's my Christmas rant. <laughs> I have a coworker that's kind of like your wife with Christmas music. Today's Thanksgiving in the United States. So tomorrow I go back to work the day after Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I don't like to date these shows. Well, you didn't when have I, to. When I record I mean, them, well, like, uh, but uh, someone always gives away, like... Actually, to be honest with you, though, I'm in such a rush right now because I have no... I, I don't have a buffer anymore. I had a buffer at the start of the season. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Where, you know, over the Christmas holidays, I think I recorded, like, six or seven interviews, and so that lasted for a few months. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually literally, like, recording shows and then having to edit them in, like, a few days to air the next week, which is not a position I like to be in, but uh, it's where I've found myself now. <laughs> this wonderful American Thanksgiving. A constant state of sweating. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you have uh, an obnoxious co-worker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, like, so I know for a fact when I go back to work tomorrow, 11-25-2016, <laughs> it's going to be Christmas music right when I walk in. And it's going to be like that till Christmas. Do they not do Christmas until Thanksgiving is over? Basically, she, uh, this co-worker, which she's awesome. I, I really love this co-worker. She's, she's amazing. But where does she live? She would listen to Christmas music nonstop. I'm not telling where she lives. Okay, my question is this. Since you have a holiday in between, because Canadian Thanksgiving is earlier than yours, Mm -hmm. so we have ours in October, Mm -hmm. which means that once November hits, that's when Christmas 
starts? Christmas started like in August. See, I didn't realize, like, I didn't know if, like, you guys, since you have your Thanksgiving later, if it's, like, it's a build-up to Thanksgiving and then a build-up to Christmas? No, it's it's already infiltrated, like, since August. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Halloween stuff wasn't even out, and they were starting to put Christmas stuff out. It's ridiculous. But the yeah, war yeah. on Christmas is, you know, at high. We had, like, threat-level orange or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What have you, you been watching on TV? You got any shows you like right now? Um, I liked, um, what's that one? Uh, Mr. Robot was amazing. Yeah, I still haven't seen that. I've heard yeah. it was good. You really have to see it, and um, I've only seen season one, which is great, so season two is, like, killing me. We haven't watched it yet. But everybody's talking about Black Mirror lately. Yeah. Yeah, have you seen that? I've only seen one, but it was good. Okay, all right. I watched the first episode, the one where uh, this guy asks the prime minister to have sex with a pig. Okay. Basically, he blackmails him into, like, they, he kidnaps, like, some royalty. Yeah. And then says the only way he's going to free her is if the prime minister has sex with a pig on live television. Oh, my God. And it just plays completely for real. So, like, it's, like, this ridiculous scenario, but then it's just, like, well, what if that is the only way to, like... Mm-hmm. It was really good. Like, it was really intense. I really have no idea what the show is about. I know it's, like, a British show. It's basically Twilight Zone with the theme of like modern technology hmm, interesting so it's an anthology show like every episode is different characters and stories but the, the main theme is like hmm. our modern world and our modern technology and how and, and also future like i think it also does like near future type stuff okay where yeah. you can just sort of see where certain technology is going and like how how it can be bad because it is sort of you know it's like it's meant to be kind of scary and disturbing and uh, and intense and stuff like that right right yeah it was good i mean like i need to watch more everyone yeah talks about how amazing it is so like i, yeah. do, I do have to watch some more like the first one was good though like it was okay twas good yeah yeah okay so that we watched a netflix show called glitch which was an australian show and it's basically a, a small town and i can't remember the town name but it's a small town and uh, one night six or seven people rise from the grave and they're um all completely fine and they're all from like different years like one's like from the 1800s rise from your grave yeah to save my daughter <laughs> I love Altered Beast. So so good. Power up. Power up. <laughs> Welcome to your do. <laughs> no. Well, this is a good show. Yeah, it's good. It's just playing like Altered Beast like sound effects. Hey man, let's listen to another song. Okay. It's about that time. This is a track by Ghost. Ghost. This is a Dance with the Dead remix. This is Rain in Hell. <laughs>
And that was Rain in Hell by Ghost. Ghost. The Dance with the Dead remix. And that's a cool song featuring the combination of two artists that <laughs> I like. I've had them uh, both on the show. They're cool people, man. Yeah, if you dig that stuff, there's shows with me talking to them. I got to hang out with them a few times. I, I did those shows in Chicago. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Milwaukee and stuff. So, yeah, that was really cool. I got to sleep with a uh, ghost in the same bed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did he wear the mask to sleep? No, no, he did. No, he did? No. <laughs> Wait, I thought you asked if I wore the mask to sleep. <laughs> okay, even if that's what I said, the intonation in your voice was wrong. Let's let, let's say we do that again, and I say, did you wear the mask to sleep? No, he did. <laughs> that I'm sounds like, awesome. So he did? <laughs> he did. No, he did. He did. The, the point is this. I <laughs> spent like 10 seconds on that. <laughs> ah, what a show this is. I don't know what... <laughs> I like having you on the show, Jay. Thanks, ditto. There was a Netflix show that they changed the title of. Okay. Yeah, there was this show called Scrotal Recall, <laughs> and it was like some guy who has to go contact his old ex-girlfriends because he has like a venereal disease. Oh, okay, I see. And yeah. it was called Scrotal Recall, and I remember thinking like, what a ridiculous title, and then they changed it. Who's in it? I don't know, some guy. I haven't watched it. I think it's supposed to be okay. It's just like, I just loved the title. It was just this terrible pun. Yeah. Dude, when I was in Japan, like, I was checking out Netflix, you know, with my own account, but it comes up with different movies, because you're in Japan now. Japan! And they had, like, yeah, they had Japan! Uh, Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they had, like, all these really cool movies that we don't get in the States. Like, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre was on there, and, like, uh, obviously, like, Japanese horror movies were there. And As much as I talk about how, you know, the Canadian Netflix is worse than the American one, and it is, mm. we do have a few things that you don't, weirdly, yeah. but... The American one is just better overall. It's sort of like, mm. even though it's like, hey, we've got like, you know, Requiem for a Dream and you don't or something, but then you'll have like 50 other television shows that we don't have. <laughs> and it's sort of like, well, and I, I mostly use Netflix for TV, like shows, like I don't watch that many movies. I never have time. I feel bad, like just because of my schedule and like all the projects I have on the go, that I very rarely just sit and watch a film anymore. Yeah. I, I'm hoping I get back into that when my son gets a bit older, because all of my favorite films are all rated R, and I've got my shelf full of my Blu-rays. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to have a routine. It was like, you know, once a year I'd watch Scarface and mm -hmm. Terminators and Alien, and you know, there's all these movies that are on my sort of rotation. Yeah, and he's at the age where, you know, you can't just watch it in front of him, because he'll understand and pick up on it and say hello to my little friend at school. Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't watch that one. But mind you, the irony is, you know, now these movies, they get away with so much more, like with like graphic violence and stuff. Mm -hmm. When I was young, I remember like thinking, oh, you know, that scene in Scarface, you know, where the dude gets the chainsaw to the head mm -hmm. is like, oh, that's super gross, you know, uh, uh, you know, awful scene. Mm -hmm. But actually, they don't show anything. No, they don't. It's just the idea of it, which is awful. Yeah, it's like the same thing with like, you know, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre when he picks up the chick and puts her on the hook, like still to like to this day, like people swear they saw a cut where the hook went through the body, and and there was no cut like that. 
you know, Toby Hooper, is, he was trying to get a PG-13 because, like, all the, the MPAA was giving him X-rating, X-rating, you know, so he, like, toned it down, like, big time. Because that was the thing with Scarface, too. Like, that was another one where it kept getting X-ratings, and then if you actually watch it, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they, they just kind of dump jam all over the guy's head. Right, yeah. But you don't see. It's just basically the sound effects and just the idea of that sequence is awful, so, like, now they just seem to be able to get away with more, like... Yeah, it is crazy, man. You know what I missed, though? I was thinking about this the other day. Like, one of the reasons why I wish <laughs> I had a kid or something like that, or someone that age that's growing up that never grew up in the 80s and understood it. Like, I want to sit down and watch, like, the movie The Gate. You know, it's PG-13, you know, and the kids, you know, they re- resurrect evil in their backyard by spinning a record backwards, you know. But I want to watch the movie and then have the part where the little kid calls his sister fag. And then I want them to, like, look at me and go, like, Dad? And all I want to say is, like, it was the 80s. No? (laughs) Shrug. It was a different time. Yeah, that's that's all you can say. But it's weird what my son likes. Like, because, I mean, he'll watch things. Like, I'll show him PG movies and, like, you know, there's violence in them and stuff. We watched, like, Indiana Jones I know it's weird. It didn't really interest him, but what what caught me off guard was I forgot how like that movie's PG, but it's got some violent scenes mm-hmm. that I forgot about because I used to watch it. It used to be my family's Christmas movie, <laughs> and like yeah, like you you full on see fucking dude with like spikes through his head. All the skeletons in that movie are more like just emaciated corpses that still have eyeballs and like snakes right. come out of their mouth and stuff. Like there's like some frightening images. Yeah, and of course the the, the face melting scene, of course. Oh yeah, which yeah. is just classic and awesome. But like he. he was asleep by that point <laughs> the nice thing is is that when they're young the whole budget and the way things look it doesn't affect them because i mean like i've shown my son like classic doctor who yeah and he'll just watch it like he just sort of accepts it for what it is he's not going like why is this so cheap or whatever like he just yeah he has nothing to like relate to like yeah you know it's all new i mean the thing is kids are still kids despite you know you'll you always see people like say stuff because they have no frame of reference you're like oh kids these days doing this and that i'm like honestly kids are like the same you know (laughs) like my son's five and he's a five-year-old he just happens to have access to cooler technology Right, yeah. But he's still a five-year-old. It's not like he's running around, like, calling us bitches and, like, fucking throwing shit on the floor. (laughs) Sipping gin and juice, yeah. He just is a five-year-old that just happens to be able to play a PlayStation 4 Pro. Yeah. No, I understand, yeah. And that's a... I can't stand those posts, like, back in my day, we had crowns, you know? I'm like, they're like, fuck you, dude. If you had a fucking cell phone, you'd have a cell phone. Like... Yes, of course. Of course. If I was six and could have been seen at, like, Skyrim, Mm -hmm. instead I saw a fucking Desert Falcon... For the Atari. <laughs> right, yeah. Which was so shitty that it couldn't play music and sound effects at the same time. Right, right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's the Desert Falcon song. thing with like Game Boys you know when Game Boys came out for the first time everybody had their fucking every kid had their head down you know like they are on their cell phones everybody yeah, was you, looking you had down. to too because you couldn't see the fucking screen yeah exactly so it's like get off your high horse man exactly you want crowns stick with the crowns man but I'm gonna stick with this fucking badass technology that well I'll tell you what I tell you what I'm gonna stick with this track by Highway Superstar this is Save You and we're going to a track by the way uh, <laughs> featuring Sebastian Gamble and Miranda Carey
And that was Save You, featuring Sebastian Gample and Miranda Carey by Highway Superstar uh-huh. off the Endgame album. That's a good track. I'm here with Protector 101. Hello. I don't know what the theme of today's show is, just a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. Last time was a bunch of nonsense, too. Yeah, I think that's the running theme when you come on the show. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but yeah, we can probably fucking, uh, we can probably wind this down, man. I think we did good today. We did good work. I think so, yeah. We, I mean, we wasted about almost an hour and a half here. Do you have anything you want to say that I didn't uh, mention? I mean, I did that remix for Collins. I mean, that's the only other thing I can think of, because we didn't play that at all. Do you want me to? <laughs> you don't have to, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to, Jake? Yeah, no, <laughs> it'd be kind of cool, because like, you know, I could plug it, and then like... We could sell things like the vinyl on gladiscos.com. I don't think I've ever listened to Collins. Collins is cool, man. He's like one of the original guys, too. He keeps it low-key, but he's like slow industrial, but sure. still 80s. Like. Maybe I'll check it out. There's so much to listen to. I know sometimes people think I'm like some sort of authority on synthwave, but... Really? <laughs> surprise really yeah because <laughs> <laughs> i'll get questions sometimes they're just like oh does this sound like this person or you know like ask for recommendations and things and i'm always like mm. i mean i just i listen to a lot of it mm-hmm. and i play it on the show but like there's a lot i haven't heard just because there's so much stuff yeah and i find myself inundated with like newer things artists who, who, who you know are just up and coming and then like you know there's a void in my knowledge that would probably surprise lots of people yeah certain artists that they'd be like you've never listened to so-and-so like they're one of the biggest ones and i'm like honestly like i just i've been focusing on other stuff it's a lot of stuff it is a lot of stuff not one person can take it all exactly that's That's what what she she said said. (laughs) 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 well you owe me something right what are we supposed to do when we do that at the same time oh jinx we nobody jinxed anybody though fucking you're jinxed piece of shit i said jinx first so that means you can't talk so that means i get to hit you because you talked well (laughs) This is that point in the show where people are like, why is this still happening? <laughs> Anyways, man, it's been a, it's been yeah. fun having you back on the show. Listen, you're a good guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Come back next season and we can uh, reminisce about uh, other projects mm. that you can't talk about. <laughs> hey, I talked about one of them. Yeah, good for you. And on 11-24-2016. What is that? Was oh, that today? Oh, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> 11.51 a.m. right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least our clocks are in sync. That's nice. Oh, well, that's not all that's in sync. Ooh, boners. <laughs> well, I was talking about our hearts. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I was way off. <laughs> Ooh. Still got a boner, though. All right, man. Well. <laughs> Listen, you're a good guy, right? Yeah. You have a you have a lovely holiday. It was good talking to you, and we'll fucking catch up with Protector One Hundred and One next season on Beyond Synth. Uh, that is not a promise or a guarantee, <laughs> just something that would be nice. Usagi Noshima. And that was my conversation with Protector One Hundred and One. We had a blast, and I hope you did too. We are uh, getting close to the end of this season, guys. Only a few more episodes left before the Christmas episode, and then uh, Beyond Synth will be on a break for a few weeks. But I already know, I already have things planned, irons in the fire, that uh, Season 5 will be good. Uh, But I don't want to spoil anything. I mean, at the very least, it'll be just as bad as it is now. 
So if you're happy with the show as it is now, then I'm sure you'll you'll find season five just fine. But hopefully, I can maybe uh, pull out a few surprises and get some uh, some surprising guests on the show. But that's not for me to say. I mean, maybe it is. I mean, it's my show. I mean, <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. Tune in next time. Uh, We're going to end on a track today because I've been enjoying doing that. This is a fun song and it's got a fun video, which you should check out. This is Nights and the track What's Your Poison? And uh, it's a fun track. Check out the video. He's got some uh, choreographed dancers in there and it's uh, it's fun. And I will uh, see you guys next time. So here's Nights with What's Your Poison on Beyond Synth. Oh